and welcome to On Wednesdays We Wear Black with me, Sophie Kay and Yasmin Suman. Hey, sexy people of the internet. We are back. We are back for another episode. And this is something you've heard before in the world of rock, but we're doing it with a little bit of a twist. So we will be celebrating some of the hottest people in rock. But the way we're doing it is we're celebrating people who are underrated and don't get the appreciation that maybe they should have done. And so for anyone listening, if you're feeling insecure right now, let's celebrate those things that people sometimes made fun of. And a note from our legal team, I'd like to state that at no point are we objectifying people, objectifying people based on their sexuality, their gender, objectifying people based on their jobs, objectifying people based on their looks. We're simply celebrating people. We are not creeps. Yeah, we're not going to sit here and go, oh my God, they're so hot because they wear no clothes. It's going to be like, we celebrate them. Because I, I don't know about you, Yasmin, right? But everyone used to have a crush on the most obvious people when I was growing up. And I would have random crushes. Yeah, same. I would have crushes on like Invader Zim. I don't know if you remember Invader Zim, but I used to have a crush on Invader Zim. And I'm like, looking back at that now, I'm like, hmm. Mm, bit weird, but go off. What was Invader Zim? It was a cartoon of of, of a. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cartoon of an alien that came to Earth, and he was super like mean and angry, and honestly, kind of gave me non-binary vibes. Anyway, so you um, went for yeah, the you went for the bad like, the bad boys. The bad but... boys. I went for. Now I cannot tell you what separated this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle from the other Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But for me, my first crush was Donatello. There was just, maybe it was his brains. I I cannot explain it. But for a turtle in my little weird childhood, he was the hottest. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of musicians who I have those kind of same feelings for where I'm like, you're actually very attractive and no one gives you enough hype about it. Do you know what? I'm going to start with one that's one of yours. But it's somebody that I don't think has ever been, like, quote unquote, not that we're sexualizing him here, but someone that has never really been sexualized and so maybe didn't know how awesome they were because they were always kind of referred to or treated like someone who wasn't that attractive. Caleb Shomo. Oh my God, do you remember? I remember in the Attack Attack days when he was the front man of Attack Attack, um, they always used to call him the fat one of the band because he was like a growing teenager becoming an adult and like his body was changing and everyone called him fat and made fun of him. And it's like a big theme in the first EP and album from Beartooth. Um, and like, yeah, everyone would make fun of his weight. I'm pretty sure like in their statement when they kicked Austin Carlisle out of the band, they said, and this is allegedly, um, that Austin would bully Caleb and I, I feel like he got bullied so much in his early Aww. years that he he never really he he's never really appreciated himself to the fullest extent and I love Caleb Shimo in the most platonic way possible because I'm gay but I do think that man is so handsome and deserves all the love and deserved all the love even when he was in Attack Attack like regardless of his weight he was always a handsome and kind person see that's the thing I can't believe that he got all of that that hey so if you're listening to this right now and you're feeling insecure because i think a lot of men especially we've covered this in men need love too they get insecure about their weight and all of these images of like how you have to look a certain way but no caleb shamo was bringing it the whole time 
We support dad bods here. We support all bods. But now but he's like ripped. Bod. Now he's ripped. But no. But like, either Caleb is an awesome Caleb. We just like. I liked happy- Caleb Chauvin when he was ripped and when he wasn't ripped. Exactly. There we go. I never really cared if he was ripped or not. I just liked him as a person. Do you know who's an interesting underrated hottie who mm-hmm. was actually rated hot? I know that's a confusing sentence. Someone who you wouldn't expect, but was a massive like icon. Gerard Way. Yeah, but he was an, he's an underrated hottie still because he was hot to a, a large subset of queer young people who like, I like Gerard Way because he looked like a girl and I'm gay, right? But I think a lot of older people, and especially when My Chemical Romance were first coming up, did not appreciate him. You either really loved him or you were like, that's gay. Why are you wearing eyeliner? Why have you got flippy hair? You're gay. Like, got bullied so much. It wasn't just queer people, though. Like, straight people loved Gerard Way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, obviously. But, like, I feel like for all the love he got at the time, he also got a lot of hate. Mm, Yeah, that was the emo. Emo's just got hate didn't they they got hate emo men because they were very (laughs) effeminate um a lot of the traits and characteristics that they had in the early 2000s were associated with femininity so like jared way kellen quinn vic fuentes pete wentz were all called like gay and women and stuff and were called pussies because they straightened their hair and wore eyeliner so weird Um, it's so so when you think those same people probably listen to like motley crew kiss like all of that and it's it's i just never have understood it i thought it was so funny when metalheads would come for emo kids back in the early 2000s because i'm like your bands paint their faces every night and hairspray their hair and you're like heels with glitter on heels with glitter on you're a kiss fan and you're bullying michael and romance fans and sprayed on like leather trousers grew their hair long like there was no point at which like, I never got it. I never understood it, really. It was so stupid. It was so stupid. Okay. So who would you like to bring to the table that needs appreciation in this scene because they haven't been celebrated for their amazingness yet? Mine is... I feel like we've given her her flowers already, but I remember when Jenna McDougall shaved her head and everyone kicked off and people either really loved it or were like, ew, she's becoming a man ew she looks like a lesbian boo and everyone hated it at the time but i that was such a power move that was so hot of her to do she shaved her head at a time when the music industry was like women in rock need to be sexual and feminine and soft and sweet <laughs> and delectable and digestible to the male gaze and she was like no actually hear me out no um and so i just don't think she's got a lot of love Two people we've referenced, uh, we've both done episodes with. So if you're new to the podcast, make sure you check out our episode with Jenna and our episode with Caleb, where they talk more about all of these things, don't they? I have somebody who... All right, this is another one that could be seen as an actual celebrated hottie, but I feel like they don't get celebrated in 2023 for some reason, but they used to. Okay. Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Do you know, Yasmin, Tom Morello, when, before he was in Rage Against the Machine, when he was like, trying to fund, pay bills, blah, blah, uni days, he worked as a stripper. I see that. And he also like, studying politics. Like, the brains, the brawn, 
And I don't think he gets enough celebration in 2023. That man is, he's a package. I see that for him. I really do see that for him. I, yeah, smash. There are people right now who have had a strip show from Tom Morello and they might, may not remember it because camera phones weren't a thing. (sighs) Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I can. That's crazy. Yeah, I feel like on TikTok right now, because there's like a 90s revival, there's like a lot of people who are like, yay, Rage Against the Machine, Slipknot, and are making all these cute, like, hot thirst trap edits of them. And I'm like, oh my God, these are grown men. These are like 40-year-old men. What are you doing? Thirst, oh, do you know what? This isn't a thirst trap episode. This is like a celebrating people who don't get celebrated enough in their hotness. Thirst traps make me die inside Yasmin and I I don't know why I always have to click through to the profile of the person that's posted it because I just want to see how old they are and they're always like young 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 they're like children they're like 14 15 they're young children someone's someone's daughter and or son like that's a child (laughs) that's That's an unsupervised child on the internet um I who is my underrated hottie? I have an underrated hottie for you, actually. Who? Patrick Stump. Of He's on my Boy. list. I, he is on my list. I feel like everyone got so infatuated with Pete Wentz yeah. in the early two thousands because he had the guy liner, because he had the flippy hair, and everyone forgot about Patrick because he was the like the quirky little guy. But he's he's art. He's Patrick fucks. This is right. He is on the top of my list. And Patrick Stump fucks. He, right. Patrick Stump, he, I don't think as teenagers, people understood the power. That voice, absolutely beautiful. That cheeky smile. Like, to- Patrick Stump is, if you were doing Shag Marry Kill, Patrick Stump should be your marry. Yeah, Patrick Stump's husband material. It, he's not going to, he's not a one night stand guide. That's Pete Wentz. Pete Wentz is a one night stand. Patrick Stump <laughs> is someone who will make you breakfast in the morning. Oh, I feel like he's the kind of person who would hold your hair if you were throwing up. Do you, do you know what I mean? Patrick Stump's the friend, the, the guy who's just a really good friend. And I, I hate that. No, I feel like he's he a would heart be the, throb. the boyfriend that does, is like unappreciated. Yeah, the little golden retriever boyfriend. Yes. Oh, Patrick Stump. Yeah, he's top on my list. He is such a beautiful man and he has such a beautiful soul. Imagine if you're like just chilling and Patrick Stump starts rehearsing in another room in the house and you can just hear Patrick Stump. We sa- I'm starting to sound like a Wattpad here, but... Um... I was in the other room <laughs> and Patrick Stump could be heard sing beautifully like an angel. Yeah. He's like, that. that is something that is dreams and so if there's any because there's a lot of younger people who listen to us here on the podcast always go for the patrick stumps always go for the patrick stumps the pete wences will break your heart they'll be fun but they will break your heart until they fall in love and then the pete wences are like when they that takes them a couple of years (laughs) but you know what pete wentz i've learned a lot about him more recently he really hated he hated being the kind of sex symbol. He didn't want to be that. And he actually really struggled coming to terms with the idea of it. And that must, really? be, must be so hard for so many bands because like they've always been the ugly nerdy kid that got into music. And then now all of a sudden they're sexualized. It must feel weird. It's like the theater kids in high school. 
getting popular. It's like... I don't know. The theatre kids mm. in my high school were super popular. Oh. Were they not well, in I your school? Uh, really? No, I was one of them and I was a fucking loser. <laughs> Do you okay. have an, an yeah, under- underrated I've got, party I've got for more me? for you. So this next one is somebody that came up in... Um, with us, with the conversation that we had. Rob Flynn from Machine Head. Yeah. He's never yeah, been actually. seen as a sex symbol, ever. ever really. But he is a sex symbol. But he, he, and I know it's weird, and, and if he watched this, he'd probably die inside, because it's, it's funny, like, when men are in their, uh, I don't know, 40s and 50s, plus, they don't want to be seen as sex symbols, really. But he is somebody who, and i tell you what I find the coolest about Rob Flynn is he isn't afraid to speak out against things he sees that are wrong. That's hot. That That's is, hot. That is That is hot. a marking of a true hottie, that is. That is a beautiful man. So That is a man who is majestic. I think he's hot. He looks like he, he's got that kind of Wolverine vibe going. Looks like he's on this trip to Valhalla, you know what I mean? Yes but then is always yeah. on the right side of things. It's like those people who look like they would be gruff, angry people, but they're actually teddy bears. That is what I like. Yeah, him and Randy Blythe from Love of God. Randy Blythe is another one. Randy Blythe deserves his flowers for being an underrated hottie. Everyone's always had a crush on Brian Welch from Corn. Yeah. But Jonathan Davis as well is another hottie. Jonathan Davis, yeah, we go. Do you know, that, that may be the, the dreadlocks. They tend to be a bit of a repeller sometimes. Ugh, yeah, um, yeah. But he, he, do you know what gets me about him? Loves animals. Go on. Loves animals. Yeah. That's why Sam Carter is like the person that would appeal to so many people. Top of my list. Loves that animals. Is, Sam Carter is the top of my list because I feel like when everyone was coming up in that like Rorixty metalcore era, yeah. he wasn't appreciated enough because he wasn't just like another pretty guy with flippy hair. Um, and I feel like their band, like they have such a large female audience, but people don't people don't thirst over Sam Carter the way they do over Ollie Sykes, and they should because Sam what Carter is, is hot inside and out, right? Sam Carter has amazing morals, is an amazing person, isn't afraid to say what he thinks, and is just genuinely a fucking cool dude, and he's beautiful. What is why is it that people thirst trap Ollie Sykes, but they don't do it for Sam Carter? What is that about? I think it's because Ollie Sykes was the poster boy for emo for like so many years that like people still thirst over it. And now he is like hot, hot. Like he's buff. He's wham, right? But I, I actually don't know why. I don't know. Sam's a lot more soft and sensitive. And I feel like men is. like that get overlooked. Men like yeah. that get overlooked. They, they're, yes. they're just seen as like weak and I hate it because I'm like, no, sensitive men. We need more sensitive men in this world. There would be a lot less war if there was a lot more sensitive men. And there would be a lot less crimes in the world of music if more sensitive if men, people If were. men spoke about their feelings, oh my God, the world would be such a better place. Such a better place. Um, oh. That is a really good point. Yeah, I've never really thought about the idea. Like, why is Ollie Sykes... Oh, it's interesting. I wonder if it's because he had the dark hair and that was... Like, Ollie Sykes was the aesthetic to a T. You say that, but then Matty Mullins had ginger hair and everyone thirsted over him. Did they? And Vic Fuentes, yeah, Vic Fuentes had the the brown hair and everyone thirsted over him. So mm. Sam Carter had the flippy blonde hair. And like, the girls that get it, get it. The girls that get it, get it. But yeah, he just wasn't thirsted over. 
Okay. Which is crazy because. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay, we appreciate. I mean, we appreciate every time we do a nice list, a hot list, uh, anything good list. We're gonna mention Sam Carter. It's just how it goes because we love him here on the podcast. We do. We do love that man very much. But never um, put your I'm musicians probably- on a pedestal unless it's Sam Carter. Like. Oh yeah, unless it's Sam Carter. He's the only one. Him and like maybe Corey Taylor, Lingon. Oh, and Corey and Taylor, Lingon. obviously. <laughs> Okay, we've got a little gathering now on the pedestal, but that's cool. It's a good gathering. And Patrick Stump. Um, so, who have you got next? I don't... I feel like I can say this. It would be weird if you said this. So I'm going to say mm-hmm. this because they're the same age as me. Um, I feel like Meet Me at the Altar are, like, the next generation of hotties. And everyone loves them and appreciates them. But, like, in, like, a... Oh, they're so cute. No! They're hot bitches! They are hot... Gay bitches. Yeah, you're right. And It'd be I weird think, if I said that. <laughs> yeah, everyone sees them as babies, and I get it because they're my age, and everyone sees me as a baby. But I'm like, no, those are sexy bitches over there. Mm. Those are sexy bitches that make cute music, but they're hot. They're cool. I think it's because they're so wholesome and very like people see them as like a, a wholesome, easy core band, and it's like, no, me with the altar get bitches. They en- T is engaged. I also think it's a real thing with um, how naked somebody gets. Mm. right and if 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 somebody doesn't get too naked they don't get put in the hot category like you have to be showing a little bit more flesh i don't know maybe i'm wrong there i don't know yeah i feel like for a really long time Haley williams wasn't considered hot she was considered like pretty and then now everyone's like oh she's really hot which i agree like Haley williams is okay interesting one the next one um, I've got is another woman who I don't think gets enough appreciation apart from from creepy guys. See, I, I was I have a whole category for this in this video of like women who have always been hot but only get appreciation from weird guys online. Like, where yes. is my love for Maria Brinks? Okay, that Maria Brink hot. Maria yeah. Brink, no, Maria Brink gets lots of love. Maria Brink gets lots of love. She's definitely like with songs like "Whore" and things like that. She, but Lizzie- from creepy men, yeah. But I, I need the girls. I need the girls yeah, to come the support girlies. Miss Maria. Yeah, you're right. I need the girls yes. and the gays to come support Miss Maria Brink. Yes. I know the creepy men who have foot fetishes love her, but they love everyone. It doesn't count. And same with Lizzie Hale. That's who my next one was. Like I was gonna say, her and Amy Lee. No, Amy Lee has always been seen as like the peak. Um, Amy Lee is like the. I retract Amy Lee for that because she in the in the two thousands was the equivalent of what Ollie Sykes is. She was like yeah, the but template. Lizzie Hale does get but the Lizzie creeps, Hale, and so does Maria Brink. Lizzie Hale does not get the appreciation that she deserves, and I feel that I find it really interesting. And I'm I'm coming for you, TikTok girlies. There are a lot of people who listen to um, who watch TikTok and they appreciate like the creeds and bands like that. So they're obviously into the older music and you see them thirst trapping people like Miles Kennedy, who is a very attractive man. And, um, but they don't give the appreciation to the older women. They really don't. They really do As they should though, as they, like, hello, this is Lizzie Hale we're talking about. Her morals and ethics are so sexy. Okay, next on my list is another, this is one for the metalheads who are listening right now. Corpse Grinder from Cannibal Corpse. Now, you might be like, I don't even know who that 
is or what they I look do like. know who Cannibal Corpse is. Thank you very much. No, as in Corpse Grinder. Would you know Corpse Grinder to spot him if he was walking down the street? Yes, yes. Okay. I, I like listened to them in Rings of Saturn growing up. Oh. Fun Yasmin Law. Okay, interesting. That's a curveball. Um, Corpse Grinder. You were ready to bully me for that. You were like, no, 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 I wouldn't. You don't know who no, Corpse I Grinder actually is. I actually wouldn't bully you for that because he is a lot, like, he's kind of before my time in many ways. So. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have come for you for that one. Um, but Corpse yeah, Grinder, I'm educated. He has got the biggest neck of anyone in the world of metal. He's got the kind of I'm a biker vibe going on. Mm. But do you know? And I'm sure a lot of people do know this. He collects teddy bears to give to kids in yeah. hospitals. Yeah, he does it especially around Christmas. I've seen. I mean, that's so wholesome. I love I've, that man. Tell me that is not like right up there as the most and and he is somebody who would probably be classed as dad bod but still he's we love corpse gardener here we love corpse Gr- like that is that to me is hotter than anything else that you can like delivering toys to sick kids come on ah <sighs> take my breath away take my breath away do you um, not find as well like too many people talking of heavy bands people a lot of people love say will ramos but he's he's lovely but he's predictable oh yeah because but he is that's oh, you can understand that he's a very good looking guy a lot of people love um bad omens for noah Noah sebastian yeah and understandable but the corpse grinders of this world need love too i feel like everyone this is a tangent and it's my next one but i feel like as well everybody loves cory taylor as they should because cory taylor's fucking amazing um but the rest of Slipknot doesn't get any hype. Like, where's my love for Jim Root, man? That's a handsome man. See, that's I don't a, feel that, a handsome... I don't feel Corey Taylor gets the full hype that he deserves either. I feel like he gets Maybe... the hype as in, like, what would Corey Taylor do? But I don't think people are like... I think I think maybe Corey gets I think maybe I think Corey gets a lot more love because he's the front man and yeah. any front man gets the most love but even so I feel like Slipknot don't get as much love as just dudes they are just a bunch of dudes at the end. they're just dads now they're just dads and I think and I think that's very hot to be dads to be financially stable dads financially stable dads quite attractive financially stable dads who who have a pension that's yeah, very I mean, musicians. Hot. You might be going a bit far, yes. I mean, you never know with musicians whether they've got pensions or not. Their pension is like they slip not. They've got they're... they've got investments. Um, though Jim Root, I'll tell you now, there are a handful of musicians that I have interviewed, and I'm like, I don't feel comfortable asking, but I really want a hug. Jim Root was one of them, mm. but I was never going to ask for that. And the other one was Johan Hegg from Amanamath. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they just look like human teddy bears. Yeah, Johan Hegg is... And he does this giggle where he covers his mouth and giggles. And I'll tell you who else so does that. Mean. Howard Jones, who used to be in Kill, Switch, Engage. Oh, my God. He does the giggle. And there is something... I think shy guys get forgotten. And there is something very hot about shy people shy guys shy people make men giggle again make men giggle do you know what when you get a shy person when you meet them and i used to make this mistake on dates you go out on a date with them and you think oh they're boring because they're a bit shy 
honestly, you've got to give them a chance because as soon as they trust you, you are going to see this whole personality that you have never seen before. Give the shy ones a chance. This goes for women as well. Exactly. Oh my God. The amount of mask lesbians who've been so, I'm so shy. Oh, you're so pretty. And then you meet them and they're freaks and you're like, Shy people are often the best. Um, Shy people are the best. Have you got anyone else on your list? No, you've covered all of them. So we we have one brain cell between us (laughs) in our shared brain vortex. I have got um, left. I have uh, Ralph Reynolds from Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Because there is nothing hotter than someone who is politically very left leaning, and so sex, babe. uh, You're politically correct. Ah, my panties are on the floor. It's. It's so attractive, so attractive. It's so attractive. It's so attractive. Um, and the last person I've got is just any ginger. That was the that's, that's the last thing I got because I think gingers get bullied and they don't get appreciated in the way they should. I'm saying any ginger. I'm retracting Matty Mullins from that list though. I mean the gingers. Yeah. With the, I mean the ones. I don't mean Matty Mullins. I'm Matty sorry. Mullins and um, oh, what's his name? The guy who used to be in Dancing and Dance. And Isles and Glaciers. Uh, Johnny... Craig. The MacBook guy. Johnny, Johnny Craig. Craig. Yeah, he's Ginger as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that could be a TV show when gingers go wrong. Um, okay. <laughs> Are you just saying this because your boyfriend's Ginger? No, I've always had a Ginger thing. Always been a Ginger fan. And also it's, your boyfriend's Ginger. And my boyfriend is also Ginger. And the day I fell in love with him, or like was proper attracted to him, is when he was... I told you this before, when he was getting really emotional, sticking up like standing up against a fan and arguing with somebody about trans rights and he was defending trans people and I was like okay yeah this is he wasn't like oh I'm not going to do it because it might get my band in trouble he didn't care and that I think is what more this is going to be my words of wisdom I think more bands need to do and do you know what in the long game it will make you more attractive to people and make you more popular yeah, more bands need to more bands need to say shit with their chest, but yes. that's a whole other video. That's a whole other podcast. Um, uh, what's my words of wisdom? Sometimes objectifying people is okay if it's for the right reasons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I objectifying agree. people in the name of moral goodness and not because you're a perv and you're weird—that's okay. And I hope if anyone's if anyone's partner has listened to this, just know this is appreciation, not objectification. Yes, we are not being creeps. No. Because we could lose our jobs. So we're actually being normal people. Normal, normal people. <laughs> I'm glad we covered that. Um, right, so if you want to follow us, it's at We Wear Black Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, or We Wear Black Pod at gmail.com. I'm at Yasmin Suminex on everything. And for me, it's at I am Sophie K. And that's it. Bye. Bye. You were listening to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week.